I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple lay people, not, not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Hey, thanks for joining in this week. This week we're talking about uh, giving God our worry and receiving God's peace. So handing over worry uh, to God and receiving his peace. Uh, I want to start off with a quote from uh, Michel de Montaigne uh, about 500 years ago. He said, my life has been filled with terrible misfortune, most of which has never happened. Yeah, <laughs> that's so accurate. Uh, I I have... Uh, clinically diagnosed anxiety. Uh, and so want to make a clear distinction that there's a difference between anxiety, uh, like a, a diagnosis yep. and just general like worrying f- fear and, and, and worrying. Right. So we're not saying that um, if you have clinical anxiety, you just need to knock it off, right? Because right. like, you need, exactly. you, you know, you, you need help. Go get yes. help, right? You need, uh, um, yeah, get professional get help. Get professional help and, with that. And help. I would like to say get professional help, but don't forget to invite God into the situation with you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's not like, oh, man, I have a clinical thing. Yeah. That's, that's too big for God. Yeah. I'll do that clinically. Yeah, exactly. I'll save God for, you know... Making sure I show up to the meeting on time, and you know the small things. Yeah, but like but the, the big, big things. The big that I don't want to. I don't want to. Don't want to Don't want to bog him down with that. Yeah, of course. All right. So, uh, so I want to talk about um, maybe like an example of a fear that a lot of people can can um, or like worrying where a lot of people can relate. Um, you know, maybe maybe your job is going through a reorganization or something or gets bought out by another company and so there's some change going on uh, or maybe you're just not happy with your job but you you don't necessarily want to leave the job because it's like well what if i don't like the ne- you know what if i don't like my next mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. right you know um and so you a lot of a lot of work stuff can be in that that worry and fear right uh, and so I think that I think that's probably one of the the biggest things a lot of people in life goes through um, that they go through is that is that is that job stuff right yeah um, so uh, you know and and I think that the the point is to not let it's it's okay to have a little bit of fear have a little bit of worry recognize yeah let's uh, let's break that down for a minute yeah okay so fear mm-hmm. is good. I think we talked about this yes. before. Fear is what actually can keep us alive. Yeah. So real fear gets your attention. Mm-hmm. It comes out, grabs you. That's a bear, R- right. right? Yeah. That real fear creates a real response, fight or flight. Mm-hmm. It's it's a Don't survi- walk down it, the dark alley it is a at survi- midnight. Right? Survival mechanism. Yeah. Okay. Worry. Worry is. The fabrication of the mind that we go and take a perceived fear mm-hmm. or um, a non, not necessarily a real fear or a perceived real fear that's just not imminent. Okay. Yeah. And then we take it and uh, our imagination or our memory, mm-hmm. right, with work mm-hmm. or relationships or uh, parent, like you go, you cycle back to 
a past experience, and then you go fabricating these worst case scenarios and beyond in your brain. So you're using all this brain power to emotionally drain you yes. for something that may, uh, let's see, uh, we'd read a study that said uh, about 90 or uh, 85% chance it won't actually happen. Yeah. On the stuff we worry about. Yes. So that's where we're, that's where we're, I mean, going. I we're talking about, about, I worry about situations that lit like impossibly can't happen. And see, I think whenever our worry snowballs into consuming yeah. our functionality, that's where you're getting into this uh, anxiety you're talking about, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, you know, if you're if you're worrying about something so much that you can't sleep, um, you can't really like enjoy time with your family. You know, you can't sit down and watch a movie without thinking about it all the time. That's where that's where you're really you're really crossing that line into probably need to seek some professional help, right? Um, yes. Yeah, I did a little research with, um, I don't even want to make you nervous, like rattling them off, but like the Mayo Clinic's list of, you know, the common symptoms of anxiety. Oh, yeah, what are they? Uh, feeling nervous, restless, tense. Yeah. Having a sense of impending danger, panic, doom. Having an increased heart rate, breathing rapidly, hyperventilation, mm -hmm. sweating, trembling, feeling weak or tired, trouble concentrating or thinking about anything other than the present worry. Yeah. So these are, yeah. I mean, this, this is, is stuff. Legit. This is stuff you're talking about yeah. right now. Um, having trouble sleeping. Yep. Experiencing gastrointestinal problems, you know, just like manifesting itself yeah. physiologically. Yeah. Um, having difficulty controlling the worry. I think that's like, all of that combined. Yeah, I, I mean, saying, yeah, all those pretty... things. And then having the urge to avoid things that trigger the anxiety of the other symptoms. Yeah. Which I find which I find interesting. Because that's where I think that's where I fall in here to in the avoidance thing. Like when you stop texting me like all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly yeah, yeah. like that. It's like, man, like we're this texting back and forth and then all of a sudden it's just like, Doop, I'm no, going to avoid that. Yeah. Talk to, you can talk to a lot of people. <laughs> I am a ghoster of text conversations. I'll set the phone down. I'll, oh, here's my big one is like, I'll read the thing. Kids don't do this at home, but like it'll pop up or I'll listen to it. Like I got the fancy truck that'll. Oh yeah. That'll tell you like text message from, from Keith. Keith. Are you coming? You are late, right? <laughs> um, but I'll listen, but then I won't respond while driving. Very, so very smart. Very responsible. Very Thank responsible. you. And then, well, the, you little, forgot about it. the little blue notification bubble is now gone because I've listened yeah, to it. You listened to it. So I do that. I do that sometimes with email too. Like I'll, I'll see it and I'll read it and go, I need to respond to this, but not right now. And then I just forget about it. So now I don't read it because one of the things I hate the most, if we're going on a tangent, but one of the things I oh, hate I the it. most is when you look at somebody's phone, like they're having a problem with their phone, they like show it to you and their email box is like a f 162 notifications or something. Don't show it to me. Don't show it to me. Or like all their apps are like, you know, their, their target app has three notifications and like it's notifying and you don't. Oh my God. 4,702 and 26 missed calls. Uh, 29. How many of those are voicemails versus calls? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. That, like, my... 
How does that my which symptoms? Well, which that's symptoms? not even an anxiety thing. That's like a that's like a strength based thing right there. Anyway, uh, you want to hear a funny story about yes, one course. time that I just ridiculous like ridiculous. So we're at the lake. Are we talking worry now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're at the lake. We're having a good time. Kids are tubing, and I'm uh, I'm laid back, you know, watching them tube, and just this thought pops in my head of like. What if the engine blows up right now? Okay. Okay. And it just it on, all the, on, the boat. on the boat. Yeah. And it all consumed me. Because I was like, well, if the engine blows up, I don't have a life vest on. The kids got a life vest on. I need to jump out and like undo the tube from the boat. Yeah, because it's going down, baby. Right, you know what I mean? And uh and so I'm like I'm like planning in my head what happens if the engine blows up. And it's like so bad. It's so bad that we get back to the, we get back to the cabin about 30, 45 minutes later, get the boat undone. And we're, we're sitting, we're sitting down having lunch and my watch goes off because my heart rate's like 160 beats a minute. Right. Like getting just, a cardio it, workout. I'm getting like, from... I'm getting like a, a, I'm like in, in semi cardiac arrest over here because I'm thinking about something that scenarios. like, why would you even think about that? Right. So uh, is that? That's clinical. Is it really? Yeah, that's clinical. That's Dude. Like, like, why should you even, why should you even, but that's kind of your point. Like, why do Dude, you? Dude, I do that. What? Well, you should go see somebody. Like the whole worst case scenario, plan out the, but do you let it, out the do you let it all consume like, you? It'll suck the fun out of stuff. Well, yeah. Do For you, sure. Do you? Like, like lakes. Murky, dark water. You can't see the bottom uh, of it. I don't like that. Lots of children. Like, yeah, I, just, I don't like that. I don't like it at all. I'm not enjoying it's, that. It's no fun in that. That's why the lake we go to is you can see the bottom. Yeah, the lake I go to is called a swimming pool, and I can see the bottom. <laughs> it's a swimming pool, yeah. And you know what's in it. I know exactly what's in it. <laughs> um, no, I mean, so I, I still... Tell me if you do this. Uh, I still think about conversations... From over a year ago and how I, maybe I should have said this. Maybe I should have said this. Well, and then they said this. I should have said this. Or or like even just a situation from years ago, maybe I should have done this and that. But the problem is it, it, when it consumes you, you're prevented from doing anything else. Yes. Right? And then next thing you know, like an hour goes by and you're just sitting there, you know, or whatever. Um and it, it, oddly, a lot of it happens in the shower. People have shower thoughts. No, oh, yeah. Where they're like, podcast oh, related to that. oh, shower thought, you know? Mine's like shower worry. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Because you're just in Is there. Is your you're floor not, you know, slippery? No. Okay. No, I'm not worried about the shower. I'm just, you know, I'm, you're, you're just kind of doing your thing. Oh, yeah. And, you're, you know, you're, and, and you're in a mindless knows. routine. So yeah. then your mind then your takes mind this goes. opportunity yeah. to consume you with something. Yeah. So, Dude. well, this is. Let's get like let's bring in some like theology and talk about like what in the wide world of sports are we supposed to do with this? Because we all do it. Yeah. It's part of the human experience. It is. It's been around our whole existence. Um, I don't know if the animal kingdom worries or just responds and reacts to real fears real time as they happen. So I think this is like our deal. You know, being yeah, able to like, I don't being think, able I don't to think the animal kingdom thinks about like a, an elephant doesn't think about well, an elephant forgets man. what could what could happen, right? Or does it have a great memory? Uh, never elephants forget. are smart; they never forget. They never forget. 
Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's just let's just snowball with some or snowball. Rapid, snowball. Let's just rapid fire. Rapid fire. Because snow <laughs> snowball is like what our what our worries do into anxieties. But <clears throat> um, I bet I, you're not going to use. I bet you're not going to use the reference that I would use. All right, good. We'll do mine. Okay, you do we'll yours. Do yours and I, you. So Jesus says, Matthew six twenty seven. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And what I love about this is how how intelligent the phrasing is. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus could have said, "Guys, stop worrying." Right? This is when he's on the boat, right? When he's on the boat and he's taking a nap, is that is that the man? I don't r- have right the rest reference of the scripture in front of me. I just pulled this nugget out. So, <laughs> um, but he says he states it in a question. So, if you've ever and and I think it's with more, I'm more my mind's more simple than other people in my life. Okay. They have a more like a beautiful mind, like a complex mind. Okay. Certain people, they're going to remain nameless, but their mind has higher computing capabilities than mine to process all sorts of random things in different cabinets and drawers of their brain at different times. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, sometimes to get some attention to the situation at hand, I got to throw something in there to scramble the senses, right? Like a real fear. Mm. You know, like a real fear draws you out of your, in your head, into the reality that you're in, right? I think that's what Jesus does when he asks us this question. Because if he would have said, guys, just stop worrying. That would just, bloop. That's a statement right in the ear, out the other one. Thanks, Jesus. Super unhelpful. But he's like, hold on, guys, guys, guys. I have a question. Can you, by worrying, extend your life expectancy? And, and again, I want to point that there's a difference between fear and worry in this situation, right? Because uh, I think fear can add hours to your life. Like, you know, yeah, fear no, getting in a car worrying. crash, so you wear your seatbelt, right? Talk okay. about worrying. Yeah, exactly. No, I just want to make that point. Because I think I think too many people um, confuse the two or, 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 or think that they're the same. No, fear is real and good. Right. Worry is where we take a fear exactly. and our imagination runs away right. with it to the point that we're incapacitated to effectively been, respond to it. I've been thinking for the past week since we like, you know, kind of posed all this, right? Like this is what, so I've been thinking for the past week uh, and I've been thinking about that verse that was actually um, going to be mine. So you, you did good. Uh, and I can't think. Of anything where worrying has added another hour to my life. Not worrying. Responding to fear? I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing. You're I'm agreeing, agreeing with, with Jesus. Jesus. All right. Wow. Okay. Like, so. I, I thought for a whole, like, I, I was thinking for a whole week, I was like, man, there's got to be one example of where worrying about something has actually, like, improved your life. Well, no, because I, think I don't think there is. I think. I challenge our listeners. I think this is what, one. this is what changes. Um, I think this is what changes is when you, when you find a solution or a resolution, um, 
on something that you're spending your wheels on that mm-hmm. your brain is you know it it'll turn out to actually it turns out that you weren't worrying you were problem solving right so when it does add an hour to your life when it does prove fruitful yeah it, well, it wasn't actually worrying does that make sense Sure. You all of a sudden, the, yeah, there's like thought, a there's a fine line between problem solving and worrying. You thought you might have been worrying about something, but actually you were working out the solution sure, to a sure, problem yeah. that actually existed. So then it wasn't a worry. Yeah, it but there's was, there's, that, there's that line though, and I think we cross it too much, right? Into 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 worry. Right. Oh, I there's think there's we're, a difference between like, okay, you don't like your job and you're and you're processing the pros and cons of staying in your job or your company okay. and finding a different job, right? That's one thing. Um, but, you know, I've been in situations where we know that there's going to be a restructure coming down the pipe. There's rumors of it. People are talking about it. Um, there's no concrete details of anything. Uh, but you're just you're just you're just talking about it all the time. Yeah, people. consuming. It's just consuming you, right? It's the social media of right. the office space, right? And so there's a difference between, uh, hey, there's a restructure coming down. Sounds like it. I don't know if it's going to affect me or not, but uh, maybe I should find a different job because I'm tired of restructures coming down, and you know maybe I should have a backup plan in case something happens. So that that's normal problem solving. What could you do to prepare? For the situation that might happen, worrying is different. Okay, you pulled out. You pulled out your your Bible here. All right. So, so I want to let's get right into actually what Jesus is talking about here. Yeah, um, he's talking about money and possessions. Oh, all right. Yeah. So no one can serve two masters. For you will ha- right. hate one, love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Oh, that's so good. Right? Okay. That's so, so good. You want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah, um, because we had, um, we, uh, you know, I'm in a small group and we just finished a book on fear. Okay. And, uh, and I think, I, now that I think about, now that I think about what these guys were trying to, talk about is they were actually not really talking about fear they were talking about worry you know what i mean like i i think i think they now that i now that i think about it, anyways I, I won't mention the book or anything like that but it's like a study guide and it's you know about fear or whatever but like it just, are they not a sponsor they're not okay. a sponsor um definitely not a sponsor so remain nameless um and this would this would line up really well with that because um y- you know the 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 worry of do I have enough money? Do I have enough? Do I have enough stuff? What if there's an emergency and I need I need six months of I need six months of living expenses and then I need a freezer full of food in case you know like this happens or that happens. Then or what whatever. if the power goes out, Keith? What if the, yeah? The, I know, I know. Then you need, you need a cans. generator. You need cans. You need a generator. You need this. You need that. You need this. You need that. Okay, that's that's all worry. That's not fear because the fear. I think fear is based in some reality. Yeah. Right. Okay. And worry is not based in reality. No, it's our imagination, it's our imagination. and memories and exactly. Yeah. Our world, they're going to blow your mind. D- do it. We don't even actually perceive reality as it is. We're projecting 
our brains working in advance to project probable possibilities that we're living through. We don't. We're not actually processing all our data in real time. Uh, I kind of understand where you're going. Right. Like um, I'm not. I have all this hardwired learned knowledge over time that when we, I walk out of this room, I'm going to grab that door handle. It's going to be metallic. It's going to do a quarter turn. It's going to revolve the mechanism inside. And it's going to let me out. Right. There's not sure. There, I've learned things and making ex- assumptions that allow our brain. Right. Like that when allow, you sit down on this stool, you it's know it's not going to break. I don't have to test it you every time. Test it every time. I don't have to yeah. knock on the wood and make sure it's, yeah. you know, press board. Mm-hmm. Um, right. There's, so we're, and I know that sounds like, well, duh, Mitch, like obviously, duh, duh but we're not, we're not using that. That's the world we're living in. Well, in, so in we're making, from- so it, it isn't that far of a jump whenever you say, oh, we're making all these finite grounded concrete predictions mm-hmm. all the time. It's not that far of a jump to say, oh, we're going to have some that are so wildly off base. Where did those come from? Mm-hmm. Well, they're coming from fear, which, you know, fear coupled with our imagination and our memory and historical experiences, which are all good things. But we have, we have to keep them in check. Because that's when it runs away. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. I do like this. Um, I do like this. This verse and talking about, or series of verses and talking about, um, you know, money and you can't serve two masters, right? Um, because you can't. You can't serve the master of worry. Yeah. Like yeah, it's you- it's impossible to serve that master. Yeah, when the when it shows up, you know what I mean. You either have to, you either make it God, or you let God be God. Yeah. So either it's the God of you. Yeah. It's what you're. It's what consumes you. It's what you worship. Yeah. Is the worry, is the fear, the the, the worry, the yep. doubt, the, or, you worship God, and you know that He's going to help you through that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, to get super cheesy, it's get rash, cheesy. we're super cheesy. We're actually talking about that. I think the sign's out here in the lobby. Um, but, you know, don't don't tell God you have a big problem. Tell God tell you're your, big. Tell, tell your, your big, big problem, problem you God. have a big God. <laughs> something like that. Right? Tell your problem to your big God. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, but that's yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. I bet that's cross-stitched on somebody's wall. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Well, all right. I know we're we're uh, getting wrapped up. We're here. spending some time getting wrapped up here, or or I mean, we should Keith the unlandable plane. Um, but I want to I want to get a little further uh, because I had another scripture that I really like. Um, a letter to the Philippians, Paul writes: Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Okay, so I I, I want to pause for a second. Yeah, I just, just want to say with Thanksgiving. Yeah, he puts it a structured deal. 
So, so <laughs> jinx, pinch poke. Um, I, I, this is this is me, and this is just a personal tick that I have. Yeah. I always approach God in in my prayer, thanking Him off the bat. Yeah. Start with gratitude, right? Like, because. My life could be a lot worse, and it's not right. Um, and I, I, I think God has a good portion of that, right? Like, um, and I think, I think this is where I think, not to get super, you know, theological or or whatever. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast, you probably believe or think of, you know, God in some way, right? You're probably not an atheist listening to the show. I think that's the difference between people that um, believe in God and people that don't is that when you, when you look at your life and you look at everything that you have, do you thank yourself for all your hard work (laughs) or do you thank God? And, and, and I think that very, uh, if we could, if we could um, just approach God with Thanksgiving first it would change so much, so many perspectives. Um, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, and I think that's where I think that's why where I was exactly headed with this verse. Um, by prayer with thanksgiving. All right, so get your grat approach God with gratitude. Mm-hmm. Gratitude for whatever. There's always something in some situation. You know, even if it's Okay, I'm still breathing, right? I'm oh, I'm still breathing. Yeah. Then you go to the next step, of of you're in the situation, you're still breathing. So let's be grateful for that, and then bring you know your request to God, like approach God without letting your mind. Come up with all, all the s- possible scenarios. Yeah, put God yeah. in there first, right? And then Paul goes on the next verse, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. Our brains are only capable of understanding so much. We're mm. processing all this amazing information, but our worry is because the transcending peace of God is bigger than that. Mm-hmm. But if we don't if we don't pause for it, if we don't have the gratitude, if we don't invite it in, we can't experience it. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to maybe blow your mind on this. Do it. I find a lot when I'm I'm praying and I have something on my mind that I I want God's help with or whatever, right? When I start with gratitude, I almost never get to the the want or the ask or the whatever because I realize all the things that are going on in my life that I'm thankful for that whatever normally whatever I'm praying about seems insignificant at that point. So it's a reset button. It's like a reset button for me, you know. Um, you know, if you're worried about, you know, you, 
we'll say something dumb, right? Like you got to go to the dentist and you're worried about like, I hope my teeth are okay. And I hate the dentist by the way. So like never want to go. And then they're like, Oh, we're going to have to give you a filling. Like that's a nightmare to me. Right. So like, you know, just something simple, right. Where you're just like, Hey, I hope, you know, I really hope this, this medical procedure or whatever goes okay. Well, I mean, we're not talking about cancer or anything crazy. Right. But just, you know, something normal. Um, when, when I pray and I start with, you know, Hey, thanks. Thank you for my family. You know, thank you for me waking up this morning. You know, like I got plenty of food in the pantry to feed everybody, you know, like, uh, and you just start going down the list of everything you're thankful for. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I, I don't say I forget. I just like, I'm like, shoot, I can go to the dentist. Yeah. All this great stuff going on. A little perspective change. I think it's a little perspective change. So I would, I would, and I'm sure that's where you're going with it. I would tell anybody that if you're worried about something, um, and you give it, give it to God, right? That's what we're talking about. Give God your worry and he'll give you peace. But I think it's, it's when, when you approach God with that, do it with Thanksgiving first. And I would encourage you to just start listing everything that you're thankful for and get like weirdly granular with it. You know, like, you know, like, Hey, I'm thankful to wake up. I'm thankful. I'm still breathing. I'm thankful, you know, of this and that and this and that. And then, and then just see if you even remember what you're worried about anymore. Cause I, I, I bet you you're not in the moment right now. It may come back. Right, that worry may come back in an hour or two. Yeah, like or a have day. you ever had have you ever had something overwhelm something very tangible that was completely overwhelming? Um, like just you know, we get better at this as as we get older, but you know, like you know, like a kid tried, you know, you you're like, all right, go clean your room. And it's like, oh no like the size of the mess. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, the 3 days worth of dishes or oh, the just folding laundry when the kids, mountain right? of laundry. Oh, this is going to take me all oh, night. I actually had right. that conversation this morning. I was throwing laundry in before a kid got on the bus. He was like, "Wait a minute. We're doing laundry today." <laughs> I want to get back and get the laundry. It's, it's going like, to take me all night. It was almost like he, he was like, "I wonder if there's like an after school program I can stick around." <laughs> right. Like it was like processing all the possibilities. Um, you know, just like <laughs> All right. I first off, I just want to, I just want to stop, okay, for a second, and apologize to our our live like YouTube viewers, not 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 the podcast people, because you don't know. But last week, I referenced that we were going to have something cool on the show, and we don't. Oh, right, because someone forgot it. No. So I just want to apologize for that mishap on somebody's part, and maybe next week we'll have it. But and it's not my Clark W. Griswold National Lampoon. No, it's something even logo. It's something even better. Santa Claus hat. But we did get a new. We did get a new background. Yep. So if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, don't watch the previous ones because it's just a wall behind us and it's really boring. Yeah, but now I, we have all these books. I say never look back. That's what I say. Never, always go forward. Always go. Don't go back in time. Don't. Well, if you did, buy Apple in the early two thousands. That's that's my tip. Hot take. Hot take. Buy. It was like two or three bucks a share. 
Like, hey, buy Apple. We don't have some big grand conclusion for this one. <laughs> no. So no. we kind of ran out of time. We rambled a lot. I hope you're not worried uh, that this didn't end. And <laughs> Check us back next week. Yeah, with more content. I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this has been Layman's Term Show. We'll see you later.